0: Welcome to The Slow Way,
1: a contemplative podcast about the slow goodness of pursuing a sacred love that transforms everything, including you and me. I'm Micah Boyette, and I am learning a new way, shaking off the overwhelm of our culture's frantic pace and receiving the goodness of rest, of prayer, and the miracle of going slow in a world that tells us our worth is found only in our speed, success, or power. In the story we tell ourselves, life can feel outside of us, like something we're desperately chasing. But in the quiet, I think we know what's real, that the true thing is deep down underneath the surface where love lives. And sometimes we just have to stop long enough to notice. I'm grateful you're here, making space to be reminded. Each week of Advent, I'll be sharing from a series of poems I wrote for the season Each episode will help us practice coming close to the story of Jesus to make this season a sacred time for us. Stay tuned after each poem as I guide you through a practice of prayer to help us center our hearts and minds in the presence of God. This is a replay of episode five, Christ's Mother Reflects His Childhood,
0: in which we think about the in-between spaces. Let's go the slow way. Today's poem is called, Christ's Mother Reflects, His Childhood. Its epigraph is taken from Lucy Shaw's poem, Mary's Song. It says, and for him to see me mended, I must see him torn. Christ's Mother Reflects, His Childhood. He stood at the door, wet-faced and panting. In his hands, three baby birds. They're hungry, he sniffed, nested them in a bowl with grass, fed them worms until they died. After I held him for an hour, his soul, Too much for this world. Who doesn't want normal for her son? Yet he chose the lonely of the children. Played ball with the friendless. He was quiet. Sat with me. Long hours. Watching. The grass. The anthills the sunset. Sometimes his sigh at such beauty went down too far. you know where I lived before I found you? He asked once as we sat on cold stones watching fireflies. Joseph inside with the little ones. I breathed long and answered, No, my love, I don't. I scanned his face with my eyes, a spark, a smile I didn't know, as if his chest's glow might burst, blind me in its radiance. We never spoke in metaphors, not light of the world, not cornerstone, not sacrificial lamb. When I found him in his studies, face down toward Isaiah's words, he looked at me and laughed. For my sake, I wondered, his own shock, a memory of the words he would fulfill. Later, the teaching, the miracles, the homelessness he chose, how to follow the child you raised.
1: How to warm yourself in his light without catching flame and melting. Drink his blood, eat his flesh, beg his body to release from the wood it lay torn upon.
0: Recognize the great pain he'd always carried. How his split soul all along was mending mine. A slow practice. I love thinking about
1: the in-between spaces of this relationship of Jesus and his mother. An entire life unknown to us. What was their relationship like? Did Mary see it as her task to foster his spirituality? To train him up? we have two tiny smidgens of information about Jesus the child slash young man. One is the story of his holding his own with the rabbis of the temple as a 12 year old. And another is that famous explanation containing all that the writers of the gospels thought we ought to know. He grew in wisdom, in stature, And in favor with God and man. We all know that history is hardly kind to the women who built the communities and neighborhoods and cities of the past. The women who made the food and raised the babies and held the world together when the men all left for war. What about this woman? What did she know? What did she tell Jesus about the truth of his divinity? When scripture says he grew in wisdom and stature and favor, this is what I hear. His mama taught him to think deeply. His mama fed him and forced him to exercise. And his mama made sure he kept his manners, especially when arguing in the synagogue with the religious leaders of his day. Today, as we near Christmas, I invite you to come close to this story in a fresh way, to consider what Mary witnessed as her son grew, to consider how much she was asked to sacrifice. Breathe in with me. Breathe out. Let's imagine that scene one more time. Jesus, the child on a stone outside his house, watching the end of the sunset. I don't know if there are fireflies in Israel, Palestine, but let's imagine there are. As the dusk settles in, the fireflies lift up from the ground like a miracle of light. There's a swing. And a clack. The door to the house opens and closes, and in the background, we hear the sound of Jesus' younger siblings playing inside for the brief moment that the door is open. His mother walks the stone path down to where he's sitting. She sits on a stone beside him you know where I lived before I found you? He says, not taking his eyes off the fireflies, not turning to look at her.
0: No, my love, I don't, his mother answers.
1: Sometimes I think the gift of believing or trying to believe The wild power of a story like God revealing God's own divinity through a human child. It's not in its ease. There's nothing easy about believing it. The gift is in receiving the humanity. A God who knows what it is to sit with a mother in the quiet. A God who knows the sweet slowness of a sunset. A God who has had to learn some manners. I like the small, deliberate truth of God with us and what it actually means. I want to invite you to take some quiet space to consider what speaks to you about God turned human. About our rescue coming through a boy who had to go through puberty, poor thing. Take some time to quiet your body and come close to God. Thanks for being here. Choosing a moment of quiet and allowing yourself to be slow here is a way of refusing to conform with the culture around us. And look at us, we are making space for a fuller vision of ourselves and others. Making space for wisdom, making space for love. That, friends, is no small thing. Big thanks to Val Schlieder for managing my social media, Jason Boyette for designing our slow A graphic, and Angelina Marie for editing. If you're interested in more words on The Slow Way, you can sign up for my newsletter at micahboyette.com. There's also a new way to support my work. In addition to my free newsletter at Substack, I am now offering a paid subscription to a twice a month more lighthearted newsletter, The Slow Seven, where you can receive a fun descriptive list of the seven things I'm thinking about, reading, or generally delighting in. Find it at micaboyette.substack.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at micaboyette, Boyette and find my book found wherever books are sold. Just a note, we are currently replaying the first five episodes of the Way podcast as we move toward Christmas. After Christmas, this podcast and the Way newsletter will go silent as I take some time to focus my attention and energy on finishing my book manuscript. However, if you are a paid subscriber to The Slow Seven, you will continue to hear from me every two weeks as I share what I'm reading, thinking about, and listening to. I'll miss this community while I'm away, but I promise to write a book that I'm proud of with the time you give me. In the meantime, if Slow Way is important to you, share this podcast with a friend or leave a review. Thanks for listening today.
0: See you soon.